you for the victory that you have assured us in Christ. This month shall be our month of all-round victory in the name of Jesus. There shall be no loss in our camp. It shall be our month of celebration. We will finish this year well and strong in the name of Jesus. The name of the Lord be glorified and alive in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please be seated. I want to invite Iaibo. Iaibo, Iaibo ran away yesterday. I went out there to shout hallelujah. So I was going to shout hallelujah for her. And the Bible says, the living soul must praise the Lord. So Iaibo, come and shout you hallelujah. Yesterday was a bad day. We celebrate you. We love you. We appreciate We appreciate our only Yaibo in our midst. Oh, yeah, give her a microphone. Give her a microphone. Yaibo, shout. Shout of hallelujah victory. Praise the Lord. Praise, praise, praise the Lord. Praise, praise, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> let's clap. Come on, let's clap. Hallelujah. We celebrate you, Ma. As we increase in age, we increase in grace. You increase in anointing. You increase in the kindness of God towards you. The never depart from your family. In the name of Jesus Christ. You forever be loved in Jesus' name. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. Let's clap for her again. Let's clap for her again. <laughs> Brother, we must have told you how much we missed you yesterday. But we're happy that you are here today because of your itineraries and all around the globe. You are welcome. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Uh, this year we want it to be good for all of us. We want all of us to have testimony of victory, testimony of joy. And you know, this month is so special to us because this is the month of November, the last but one month. So we don't want to miss this month at all. This month is important. It's important to me. I don't know whether it is important to you. And I know it is important to so many of us. So many of us. This month is important to Prof. This month is Prof's birthday, so it's important to him. It's important to so many people in our midst. So this month is a unique month. It has been declared as a month of all-round victory. And whether the devil like it or not, we are going to have victory in Jesus' name. There are so many verses in the Bible that assure us of victory. And I can quote 10 without even looking at it. So many scriptures. For instance, Luke chapter 10 verse 19 says, He has given us power over the power of darkness and that nothing shall by any means hurt us. That is one thing that is assuring us that we are going to have victory. The weapons of the enemy will not affect you in Jesus' name. Isaiah 17 verse 50 No, sorry. Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. 
No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. All the tongue that will rise up against you, you will condemn. He said, this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord and their righteousness is from me. All this assuring us of the victory that is available with us in Christ. Psalm chapter 23 verse 5 says, The Lord prepare a table before me and the presence of my enemy and my cup runs over. That tells us that our enemy, are, they are helpless. There's nothing they are going to do. In the midst of our joy, we are going to rejoice and they will just be looking at us and there's nothing they are going to do. So our joy will be forever in the name of Jesus. Are you saying amen very well? Are you saying amen very well? Okay. March chapter 28 verse 18 is all powers in heaven and on heart has been given to me. Jesus says all power. So there's no power against us that will work in Jesus' name. So we are the one in charge here and we are going to have victory because of all this scripture that are on our side. Joshua chapter 6 verse 2. Joshua chapter 6 verse 2 that I read today says that I have given you the Jericho as a city. I've given you the king of Jericho and all the mighty men that are there. <clears throat> what made God to promise that Jericho was short? Jericho was an obstacle before reaching the promised land. After Jericho, they were thinking that, oh, they are going to conquer the promised land. But Jericho was a fence city, thick walls, to the extent that people can build house on it. Anytime I read about this scripture, I can imagine how the people in those days can build. Build something. Cement must be cheap then, no? For you, to <laughs> for you to build a fence that can contain houses, that will tell you the thickness of the fence. It can't be one, one block fence. Uh-huh, at all. It must be very heavy. They can build. So they build it so strong that there is no body that can penetrate. The wall was thick. The wall was high. The wall was heavy. But yet, they needed to pass through that wall to enter their promised land. They needed to conquer Jericho. If they don't conquer Jericho, there is no way they are going to have victory. They have to conquer Jericho and subdue it. And that looked like a very big mountain before them. Anytime we are talking about victory, we are talking about an obstacle. Victory will not just come easily. Something might be against us. So don't say, eh, somebody is against me. It's not all the time that everything will be for you. But even when things are against you, it will eventually end up in your, for your favor in the mighty name of Jesus. I will be victorious in Jesus' name. So that I can be sweet. At times, God will gather crowd. It will seem as if the crowd are going to mock you. All of a sudden, God will turn the crowd to praises and to testimony. There was a particular story. I remember I was telling my former, former guy. And he said, I don't understand what is happening to me. I said, don't worry. At times, when crowd gather to mock you, God is actually gathering them to praise you. He said, ah, how can that one happen? I said, let's look at how the interview will turn. See what God will do for you. And eventually, when the man that was supposed to go for the interview went for the interview, they rejected him. And the space was created for him. And he became the U.S. then. I said, look at it. God gathered those, those, uh, God gathered those crowd that wanted to mock you, to eventually praise you, and to congratulate you. All those crowds that have gathered, that they are going to mock you this year, that they are going to pity you this year, they will eventually gather to praise you and to praise your God in Jesus' name. You will not be put to shame. You will not be defeated. You will not be embarrassed. 
you will not be stranded. The Lord God of heaven will give you supernatural victory. Say a believing amen. amen. Say a believing amen. amen. Anytime we are going to have victory, God always teaches us strategy for warfare so that we can win the battle. Psalm chapter 18 verse 34. The Lord is the one that is teaching us how to win our battle. So, and so you have to follow strategy for his own way of winning the battle for you. The way they win battle in the world is different from the way we win battle in Christianity. And strategy that God gave Joshua is from Joshua chapter 6 verses 1 to 27. So, and I said when you get to, you can read it and read it for yourself so that you can always win. And I said there are three things. I've given some people to I'm going to give you three things tonight. Three things that guarantee that you are going to have victory. You must know your commander-in-chief, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ will appear to you. He will speak to you through the song. He will speak to you through the message. He will speak to you in your dream. You have to know him. You cannot be confused about him. Daniel 11.32 says, Those people that do know their God, they shall be strong and they will do exploit. It is not important that you know your enemy. Because no matter how big the enemy is, God is bigger than your enemy. But it's important that you know your God. It is important that you know your God very clearly, very boldly, and be convinced that your knowledge of God is very strong. Are you hearing me tonight? Make sure that you know God very well. And what does it take to know God? Know his word. Don't just love his gifts. Love him as a person. Be interested in knowing him for yourself. The church has not yet grown to an extent that we are struggling to know Christ. We are still feeling that Christianity is a religion. Every time we gather to discuss about Jesus, something important is happening. We are getting ourselves familiarized with God. We are getting to know him more into detail. Because even the strongest men among us in times of war can get confused. It happened to Joshua. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, and look at him with his word. And he said, are you for us or against us? And I was asking God, why would Joshua ask that? He said, do you know even when I appear for you, you can think I'm against you? There are some people like that. God just appeared to you and you are saying, I don't seem this God is for me. Maybe God is even against me. And you know what the angel said? Neither. I'm the captain of the Lord's hosts. And he started giving him instruction. You have to know God so that you don't, you don't get confused. A prophet came to you or come to you and say something. You say, God can never say that. An event is taking place in your life and you are wondering, ah, what is happening? Is God not on my side? My God can never do that. I know the one that I'm serving. is too loving to allow this thing to happen to me. This is the enemy that is trying to distract me. You must know God for who he is very well. Because when you know God very well, it will be very easy for you to pick instruction from him. God can speak to you at all times. He can speak to you very easily. He said, I know my sheep. My sheep also know me. They will not follow the stranger because they don't know his voice. What happens in our days now is that most Christians, they know the voice of the devil more than the voice of God. And they follow strangers to the extent that many have been deceived. So many people have been deceived. Things that we should not do, there are things that we are doing. You know, yesterday I was hearing a man that was trying to expose 
the sixth and the seventh book of Moses. That's one an occultic word. It was on social media yesterday. And most of the things I've been talking about that you're not given space to the prophet. It's either saying that this thing are occultic. He said, when they say fire, fire, it's in the seventh book of Moses. And I didn't know. I was hearing it for the first time. Talking about candle, all manner of candle. Talking about all this prophecy. Talking about all this occultic way of doing ministry. And you know, gullibly, sheepishly, some people that are genuinely saved, they fall into the hand of this uh, prophet because of this one sense or the other. He said, even in the second book of Moses, they prophesy. And they will tell you your name and your number. So most of these things are behind occultic spirits. And there are some of them wear all manner of ring. Once they spread it to the hall or to the auditorium, people begin to fall. And you will think that they are falling under the anointing. And they manipulate people, generate money, and do all manner of things, and you begin to follow them. She pissed there and said, ah, something is happening there. In fact, he said, there are so many things that they do. That has to do like ritual, like a ball. Take so 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 thing and so 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 thing and do this prayer and do that and, and you know we hear all such, but we never know it as it has it is so deep like that. You just think they are just natural. And he was telling them that all of it have gone there. You need deliverance, oh. You need deliverance, and I've always been taking this thing as a as a funny, funny something. Somebody came to me and said. They told his father-in-law that take three million and go and throw it to the sea in Lagos to appease this. And he's a prophet that told him. And he went and cast three million and throw it to the sea. To me, I thought he was foolish. But the man was saying that it's in the seventh book of Moses. There are some spirits inside the sea that must receive the money. And he was saying all manner of things that they do. My immediate younger sister was to move to, to uh, their house. And a prophet told them they have to bring a fowl and do something and do one thing or the other. And he said, if they don't, there will be sin sickness in the house. I said, where did you get in the Bible? He said, don't ask me. And he called himself a prophet. They go outside the scripture. They are reading an occulted book. They are using it to manipulate people's life. So the fact that somebody is mentioning your name or mentioning your number or telling you what you are eating does not mean that he's a man of God. It might be an occultic spirit that is using. So you have to be very careful. Those people that do know they are God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. You are the people that can challenge the devil and tell the devil, shut up. That is not in my word. If you know the word, you have known God. There is nothing mystery. I can just open the Bible to you and you open your heart and you understand what the Bible is saying. That is where the power of God is. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And there's a thin line between following an occultic spirit and following the lay down principle of the word. But when you begin to look for some other extra power, you feel as if the word of God is not sufficient for you. And you go into all manner of sacrifices that are not ordained by God and you put yourself under bondage. The spirit of God does not teach us that way. You have not learned Christ that way. So you have to be an ambassador of Christ. Know Christ very well. Be a genuine representative of Christ. Somebody that knows God very well. And when you know him, you will know that God is altogether lovely. Altogether beautiful. It is God. God is more than enough. More than enough. The word of God is more than enough for anything that you need in life. 
Have you not seen me? Did I use water? There is no springing water. Except on occasional cases that I use olive oil that they buy on the road. I was going to pray for Dr. Taiwo's house. And when we were going, he said, Daddy, I bought olive oil. I said, okay, you have, you bought it. Let's go. So I, I dedicated the olive oil. And I just used it to pray. He bought the olive oil himself. You don't need anything more than that. You don't need anything more than that. And as we continue having the revelation of Christ, we are going to be free from all occulting power of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Say, if the sun I set you free, you shall be free indeed. You shall be free. The son that is talking about here is the word. The word is powerful enough to set you free. And we must enjoy that freedom. And I pray you are going to enjoy the freedom forever in the name of Jesus. Say, believe in amen. Say, I'm free by the power of the word. I know my commander in chief. I can never be in bondage. And I will not be in bondage all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say amen three times. And if for any reason you are going through something that looks like temptation or trial, relax. God is on your side. Don't look for shortcuts. Because shortcuts can cut your life short. Let God have his way. And as God begins to have his way, may you be blessed forever in the name of Jesus. Number two strategy that God gave Joshua is that they should march around the city seven times and shout. See, as they shout, the word of Jericho will fall down. And I said, that is like praising God at all times. You know, there was a time they were arguing with Jesus. How many times will my neighbor offend me and I forgive him? And some of them say, it's seven and seven. And Jesus says, seven and seven. And somebody say, God is trying to say that. Don't ever get offended. So if he asks them to move around the city and to shout seven times, God is actually saying, we should praise God at all times to win our battle. Anytime you are confronted with the word of Jericho, all you have to do is, Father, I thank you. Father, I know you are in charge. Father, I know you help me. And praise God as if nothing bad is happening to you. Are you listening to me tonight? You praise God. You shout hallelujah. When you wake up in the morning, you shout hallelujah. You bless the name of the Lord. You are happy. You are rejoicing. Like Paul and Silas, they were singing praises. They were praying. All of a sudden, there was an earthquake. And the Lord visited them where they were praising God. Maintain an attitude of praise at all times. And God will give you supernatural victory in life in Jesus' name. Don't murmur. Don't complain. Don't complain. Don't say there is no money. Don't say, ah, the way this country is going. Don't say something like that. Ah, there is nobody that can survive this economy. The economy is bad. How can I? Just thank God in everything and in, at all times. Thank God. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Th- give thanks to God at all times for everything. Thank God for your job. Thank God for the country. Thank God for everything that God has given you. Stop complaining. Because if you are complaining, you are not going to win the next battle. The best way to win battle is to praise God for everything and for all things. The Bible says that is the will of God concerning you. Find the reasons to thank God. Praise the name of the Lord. When you see things that are working very well, thank God and say, Lord, I am grateful. When you see things that are not working very well, say, Father, I thank you because very soon they will begin to work and I will have a reason to praise you. And all things will work for our good in the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. All things work together for good for those people 
that love God. Praising God is important for our strategic warfare and for victory in Christ. Always be praising God. Just be smiling. Just be smiling. Don't get offended. Be happy and be smiling and just be rejoicing and be thanking God. And luckily for us, this Sunday, we are having a Thanksgiving service. I wish all our Sundays in this church would be Thanksgiving. I told you last Sunday that I'm doing Thanksgiving for my birthday because I want to use it to win souls for Christ, for evangelism. Thanking God. Because anytime you thank God, some people will give their life to Christ. At 22 people gave their life to Christ last Sunday. Just through that service. If we now have service like that every day of the of the of Sunday service every year, we have it like that. We are always finding a reason to thank God. You can imagine the kind of harvest we are going to have and the kind of breakthrough that God will give us. The shout of hallelujah, the shout of praises will never depart from your mouth in the name of Jesus. As you are saying, Amen, you will shout hallelujah more in Jesus' name. Testimony upon testimony will be your portion in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbor and say, I will thank God at all times. His praises will continually be in my mouth in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, shout hallelujah again. You are face to face with the word of Jericho. Turn to praises. Turn to praises. Don't just get worried. Just begin to thank God because there's one that is working behind the scene and it will give you victory in Jesus' name. And I hear believing, amen. Finally, you need inspiration. Without inspiration, you cannot be motivated. So many of us are dull. We are not motivated because we are not inspired. Nothing inspires us. Brother, we said last Sunday that I love children. I love them. One of the things I love about them is their energy. One of the reasons why these children have energy is because they are very creative. No dull moment with the children. They jump up and down. You know, and I love that. I love to be like a baby. I lo- they, don't, they don't take thought about anything. If you take one toy from them, they are playing with another one. Take, oh, you see, these people are full of creativity. That's how to be inspired. No dull moment with children. No. They enter my office, they are taking my phone. If I take phone, they take tablet. If I take tablet, they take control. If I take control, they jump on the chair. If I take chair, they say, ah, oh yeah, open the CCTV camera. <laughs> they, they will always find something that will get them happy. That is what we bring in motivation. We must get inspired at all times. Because somebody say, if we are not inspired, we will aspire. We will be dull. Everything will be bored. If there will be something that is keeping us running, giving us energy in life. Otherwise, we will get old. And get old so f- quickly and degenerate so fast. Because nothing is interesting. The word of God must be interesting to you. Everything around you must be interesting. You must be creative. To find a way to enjoy your life because this is not a real side, this is a real life. Must be inspired, and the word of God must inspire you, must motivate you, must make you happy. Look at David. David says, I was glad when they say, Let us go into the house of the Lord. The angel that appeared to Joshua in Joshua chapter 6, verses 1 to 27, started inspiring him, started giving him instruction. He told him, You will not need to fight this battle with weapon or with caterpillar. Just begin to march around. 
<laughs> you see, if you are not excited or motivated, you can't march around. You are fully loaded with gun. You are fully loaded with the instrument that you believe will help you. And somebody say, I can't jog in Do you know how difficult it is for adults to jog? Because when you see some people jogging, you say, I will on There are so many things to do. You feel that it's because they don't know what they are doing. That's why they are just jogging. But you know, when you are excited or something is motivating you because you are inspired to do it, jogging will become very easy. Moving around will become very easy. And he asks them to do it. Not once. Not everything in a day. Lord, do everything you do for me. And God said, no. You will march around once a day and rest and play. So which kind of God is that? There's a serious business ahead. Let's do all the self marching. He said, no. Once per day. The next morning, just be shouting and shouting. I begin to jog around again. The whole city. If you are looking at them from inside, somebody jogging around your fence, what will you be feeling? <laughs> you say, these people, they are drama people. They don't even know what they are doing. But they were inspired from within. So they were motivated to obey what God is saying. The reason why most of us disobey what God is telling us is because we are not inspired in the first instant. You just say, God, say whatever you want to say. I'm not excited. You have said so many things to me. I don't even remember the one I should follow again. But you know, once we are inspired from the heart, motivation becomes very easy. And once we are motivated, we have energy to do whatever God asks us to do. That's why inspiration is very, very important. Because it's the mother of motivation. And motivation is the mother of action. It is people that are inspired that can stay motivated in life. It is people that are motivated in life that can be full of energy. People that are not motivated are always very passive. It doesn't matter. Put a bottle of anointing all on them. They are not moved. They are not moved. Nothing is moving them. But we cannot enjoy our life without excitement. And the only thing that gives back to that is inspiration. God must be talking to you at all times. And you can do it. It's possible. You are coming to church with a prepared mind. I'm going to have victory. This month is about that. For me, I'm thinking, if I don't receive anything again this month, that means the year is over. That's what it means because I have 11 months. And before you know it, December is a month of thanksgiving. I must have enough victory that will give me joy in the month of December. So I must prepare myself to enjoy all-round victory. So I'm looking for battle and mountain to conquer. So that by the time I come to December, I will come with my hand full of testimony and joy. And I'm looking forward with every service. At every service, something must happen that will make me happy. Something must inspire me. Something must give back to excitement in me. I must be inspired. I must be inspired. Because my spirit man must be on fire. Must be on fire. Must be on fire. So you must get inspired. That was what motivated Joshua to face Jericho. And that was eventually gave Joshua energy to be moving around the city. In fact, the seventh day they were so excited that they moved around the city seven times. There are so many times God will speak to you and you'll be tired. You'll be tired. Do you remember when God told David and said, pursue the enemy 
for you recover. He told all the men, let us pursue. They said, which way? He said, whichever way God is showing us. Whichever way is possible. So they start pursuing. Because most times, God will not give you complete instruction at the beginning. Some of us want complete instruction. But God will not give you complete instruction. He won't tell you. When he asked Father Abraham to move out of his country to a land that he will show him, he did not give him complete instruction. Fast forward of Genesis chapter 12, the Bible says, Abraham departed. That's somebody that is inspired. He was motivated to go. Even though he did not get the clear cut direction. All the land that you see, I will give it to you. He saw the land. There was no survey. There was no paper. God said, I have given you. God will assure you of something that you have not received. He will assure you of it. He assured Joshua, I have given you the land. Yet the city is still walled. Nobody is ready to open the gate. Yet God assured Joshua. So you need inspiration. Get inspired. Be prepared. As you are coming to church, you pray. My spirit must be on fire tonight. I must pray through. I must receive my victory. And once you are inspired, you'll be motivated. And once you are motivated, you have a lot of energy to do more. And people are asking you, where did you get this kind of energy from? It all comes from inspiration. And I pray for you tonight. Even while you are sleeping, God will inspire you. When you wake up, something will inspire you. When you come to church to listen to message, the message will inspire you. The song of the choir will inspire you. I pray for you today that in your life, you will never have any dull moments. Every day of your life will be a day of excitement. Day of inspiration. Day of joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. You must get inspired. Like Joshua was. Joshua was inspired. God keep inspiring him from Joshua chapter 1. He was so inspired that he became so motivated. He was so motivated that he was full of so much energy. He was able to conquer territories. I'm trusting God that all of us also will conquer territories. We will not fall down. We will not fall sick. And we will not be discouraged in the mighty name of Jesus. Nobody will be qualified to discourage you. The oil of inspiration over your life will not die. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every day you will be on fire. You will be full of seal. Full of motivation. Full of energy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's stand up on our feet. Let's stand on our feet. We are talking about strategy for victory. Strategy for victory. I want to raise your hand to heaven like Paul. And say I want to know you more. You are my commander in chief. I will know you more. I will know your voice more. I will get familiar with the way you talk to me. I will not be ignorant of your voices. When you are speaking to me in parable, I will pick it so easily in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not be confused. Let's pray and pray to the Lord. Three strategies for winning our war is number one, we must know Christ more. We have to know him more. Lord, help me to know Christ more. I want his voice to be familiar. I don't want to be confused about him. I want to be clear about him. Every day that I fellowship with him, I want it to be a fellowship that will make me to be more convinced about Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me. Lord Jesus, help me. I want to know you more in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, help me. And help me. And help me in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me. I want to know you more and know you more 
in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Let's raise our hands to heaven as we are praising God. Let's say, Father, all the days of my life, I will praise you into my victory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not complain. I will praise you into my victory. Victory upon victory. Praises upon praise. Thanksgiving upon thanksgiving. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm going to praise you today. I will praise you forever. Throughout this month, I will praise you into my victory. I'm going to praise you. Shouting hallelujah. Celebrating your goodness. Celebrate your kindness. I'm going to praise you into victory. That is my spiritual warfare. My spiritual warfare is praise. And I'm going to praise you at all times. Thanking you for my children. Thanking you for my job. Thanking you for everything you have surrounded me with. Lord, I'm going to praise you into my victory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not be confused. I'm going to praise you and praise you and praise you forever. In the name of Jesus, this month of victory will be my month of thanksgiving, my month of praise. I'm going to praise you into my victory. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. I want us to be creative tonight. Raise your right hand to heaven. Say, Lord, no dull moment with me. I will get inspired. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive inspiration at all time. The Spirit of God inspire me at all time. No dull moment with me. I get inspiration through the choir ministration. I get inspiration through the message. I get inspiration through the hymn. I get inspiration through the works of life. Everything inspire me. No dull moment. I stay motivated because I'm inspired. No dull moment with me. I'm always excited. I'm always inspired. I'm always blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. All things work together for me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Are you blessed tonight? We are praying one prayer. We are going to take communion. And that's from Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Put on Luke chapter We are going to use it to pray. That nothing will hurt me. The Bible says nothing will hurt them in my holy mountain. Nothing will hurt me this season. The knife in your house will not hurt you. The weather will not hurt you. For your sake, your water will be blessed. Your bread will be blessed. Your car will be blessed. Your bed is blessed. Every appliance in your house, they are blessed in the name of Jesus. We are going to pray that, Father, this is my month of victory. Nothing will hurt me. In your holy city, in my house, my journey will not hurt me. My car will not hurt me. Okada will not hurt me. I will enjoy supernatural victory. Even knife will not hurt me. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpent and on scorpion and offer all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That is all around victory. This year, nothing will hurt you. Nothing will put sorrow into your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, your night will not hurt you. Your house will not hurt you. There shall be no fire accident. There shall be no disaster. No Okada accident. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. Not, go ahead and prophesy. I have victory. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. So nothing will hurt me. I receive total peace. Total victory. 
Open your mouth and decree nothing will hurt me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Open your eyes. Let me just give you a story. Was it last week? I can't remember last week, Friday. Or Thursday or Sunday. One of the days. We are going somewhere in town. I was going with Sheyi. I just saw one Okada man running. You know, there is bomb before Lameko. There is about three pump. He was not actually observing the bomb. He was just running. Ah, was there? Why is this man? Does he want to kill himself? He was running on top speed. And ideally, when you meet that roundabout, you have to wait. Wait. Maybe there's an oncoming car, either coming from Ilobu or oncoming car that is going to Ilobu. He just jumped into the road to the next one, to the next, moving to stadium. Then he stopped. And I watched people gather around him. And they started saying, yeah, I saw you, all on you, you. And I heard them say, break, lo, yo. I was just hearing for the first time. That break, man, see, man, yo, lo, yo, lo, yo. And I say, ah, break, man, see, not to yo. He say, break, here for yo, ni. I say, come on. Somebody might just be walking carelessly the way he was running. He will just jam the person. Or a car might just be crossing around that time because the way he was running, we thought maybe something was wrong with him. He could not even stop. So if there was a trailer or anybody coming, there was nothing, there was no way he could stop. He was just running. Is it that he ran into a coffet or he ran into a ditch or he ran into a coming car? But thanks be to God, there was no car coming. So he now bent the Okada. And I said, ah, I put your long break it for your knee. And I asked him, what is the meaning? He said, there is a boat, you know, at the back of the machine that anytime you want to ride it, you're supposed to retight it. I was hearing that for the first time. I've ridden Okada too for some time. I never know there's a boat to tight. He said, maybe he just jumped into Okada without knowing that boat will hit too bad. That most times the boat will normally be slacking small, 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 small. And one day you just be on the high speed and you press the brake. Nothing is happening. I said, okay, what about the GR? This is a clutch in front. He said, ah, most Okada people don't use the one in front now. That most of the Okada people don't have the one in front that is working. Is the brake that normally depends on. I say, wow. What of if a car is crossing? Most of you that get involved in accident, it's not even their fault. You have to know it takes the grace of God to be safe. You have heard also some trailer, they will say, eh, trailer, break it, eh, break it, trailer, or for your something happen, or break your moon. And you see the car causing a fork. Or you are just approaching a GT junction. Somebody refused to watch the road. And it just enter like that. And you're top speed. What will you do? It takes the grace of God to stay safe and to have complete testimony in the year. It is not of him that run it. Neither is it of him that will it. It's of God that showed mercy. And throughout this year, God will show you complete mercy. There shall be no evil on your side in the mighty name of Jesus. No arrow form against you shall prosper. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, No arrow form against me shall prosper. Nothing will hurt me in this city. I will not be involved in an accident. I will not be involved in any disaster. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray very well. Let's pray. You know, during this festive period, December, November, many cars will be used. Traveling, some without break, some with break. Let's pray and pray and say, Father grace, grace to stay safe grace to stay victorious throughout the year in the mighty name of Jesus 
I will not fall down consciously or unconsciously either in the bedroom or on the ties in the mighty name of Jesus the Lord will be my shield the Lord will be my strength in the mighty name of Jesus nothing will hurt me in my house I have victory victory over the affairs of life I will not suffer fire bonds I will not suffer oil bond I will cook and nothing will affect me in the mighty name of Jesus none of my finger will be missing in the mighty name of Jesus I will not be involved in an accident no disaster on my ways in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus no evil will befall me go ahead and pray and pray and pray we are praying for the month of November our month of all round victory all round victory in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of let's pray let's pray for all round victory all round victory tonight all round victory in the name of Jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus go ahead and pray and pray in jesus mighty name we have prayed please raise your hands to heaven say i have victory mentality i have victory mentality nothing will affect me this month i'm victorious in all my ways in the mighty name of jesus colossians chapter 2 verse 15 says having spoiled principalities and powers he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it jesus has triumphed over all the power of the darkness so nothing will hurt me nothing will affect me in the mighty name of jesus raise your hands to heaven say i have victory mentality nothing can hurt me jesus is on my side victory is on my side in the mighty name of jesus there is no place for the devil no place for the devil in my house i am an overcomer i have victory at all time victory in all my ways in the name of jesus get the devil out of your mentality nothing will hurt you nothing will affect you god is on your side in the precious name of jesus from victory to victory from favor to favor in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayer thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy my cup of joy run over this year your enemy will be helpless yeah. whether enemy from your mother's house or enemy from your village people or enemy from your father's house or enemy from your colleagues your enemy this year will be helpless yeah. your cup of joy will run over yeah. you are going to celebrate no if will befall you nobody will be qualified to pity you your season of celebration has started and you continue to celebrate forever in Jesus name raise your hands to heaven go ahead and say Lord this is my season of celebration I will celebrate forever you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy you anoint my head with oil of joy and my cups run over my cup of joy will run over my joy will know no end I'll be celebrating forever I will celebrate today I will celebrate tomorrow. I will celebrate all the days of my life. My season of celebration has started. I will not be afraid of my enemy. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. I will rejoice in my family today. I will rejoice in my family tomorrow. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Open your eyes. The Yoruba will say that. Tissue any batter. Kill say. Uh uh. The Bible says, Tissue any batter. That's what he says. That's what he says here. Look at what he says. Tissue any batter. Do you see that? You prepare a table upon the there and fetch table and sit down with a good wine and enjoy. Nothing makes you happy when you know that your enemies are helpless. Nothing makes you happy. It doesn't matter. I love David. He said, you meant it for evil, but God has done it for good. Every evil that is planned against you, the Lord will turn it for your good. Nobody will be capable of hurting you in the name of Jesus. In the presence of your enemy, your cup will run over. Okay, your freezer will run over. Your fridge will run over. Your pantry will run over. Your bank account will run over. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will have surplus supply in the name of Jesus. Run over means surplus supply. I pray for you, every one of this church, you don't have a reason to borrow money. Are you saying amen very well? Are you saying amen very well? In the midst of this cash crunch of difficult economy, you will have surplus supply. You will not go to your neighbor to beg for gari or to beg for rice or to beg for ilubo or to beg for soup in the mighty name of Jesus. The one that loves you will give you surplus supply in the mighty name of Jesus. He said God is able to make all grace available to you so that you will have all that you need and be able to give. That's where we are going. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8. He said, the God of grace will make grace available to you. That you will have all that you need and be able to give to other people. Can I say it again? The God of grace, God of supply, will make all grace available to you. You will have all that you will ever need and be forever a giver. Can we get there? That is all around victory. You don't need any hate. You don't need any support. God can do it. Proverbs 28 verse 14. The Lord will open to you his treasure. He said you will have abundance. You will not need to borrow. You will be above only and not beneath. That is complete victory complete victory and God can do it that you not be worried for anything whatsoever it will supply you if the Bible says God can do it God will do it for you look at what it says and God is able to make all grace abounds towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things might have abundance for every good work you will have abundance this season in the mighty name of Jesus. 
every good thing that you want to do, receive financial supply. God can do it. Somebody said your neighbor say God can do it. Pour and victory. God can do it. And we do it for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Receive grace for every miracle that you need this month in Jesus' name. Put on Deuteronomy chapter chapter 28, verse 12. And we are going to pray, Lord, all round victory in every area. No lack, nothing missing, nothing broken. This is my season. And I'm going to have everything, every supply in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will open to you his good treasure. The heaven to give the rain to your land in his season. This November is your season. Turn to your neighbor say, this is my season. This is my time. This is my opportunity. This is my month. This is the best time of my life. The Lord will open his heaven to me. I will enjoy his treasure. In the name of Jesus. And to bless all the work of your hand. And to bless all the, There is nothing simple or small when God is involved. There is no job. Even if you are a teacher in our midst, God can bless it. It doesn't matter what you are doing. No matter how simple it is. No matter how simple and tiny. Somebody say you are nobody. When God is involved, the Bible says God will bless the work of your hand. You will be robust. You will be taken care of because God is involved. And you will be blessed because God is involved. Not because you are special, but because God is involved in what you are doing. Look at it. It will bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. Another one say, you will not need to borrow. As we are going to December, you will not need to borrow. You will not need to borrow money for your fitting. You will not need to borrow money for your clothing. You will not need to borrow money for your house rent. You will not need to borrow money to maintain your car. In the mighty name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Say all round victory. The Lord will bless all the work of my hand. I will have abundant supply. It will bless the work of my hand. I will be a lender. And not a borrower. I will be a giver. And not a dependent. In the mighty name of Jesus. He will bless the work of my hand. He will bless my going out and my coming in. He will bless whatever I lay my hand upon. He will bless my connection. He will bless everything that I do. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will surprise me. He will bless all the work of my hand. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not need to borrow or beg for help. In the name of, open your mouth and pray. He's able to make all grace advance towards you. We are talking about horror and victory. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And the church say, believing, amen. amen. Father, let it be a season of horror and victory. Make this November a unique month. Our time of harvest. Our time of victory. 
our time of blessing our time of miracle our time of answer prayer our time of all run victory let our cup of joy run over in the name of jesus thank you father as we take holy communion tonight let it be communion of all run victory thank you jesus in jesus name we have prayed Oh, Lord.